You're Welcome on. to the Dipshit Files, episode 78. I'm Mr. Scriptkeeper. And I'm Mrs. Scriptkeeper. And we're going to talk about witches. Yes, we are. <laughs> it's Witchtober, yo. Yeah, and we're going to do, we did this a year ago, almost to the day. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a talk with the witch. Yes. Because you're a damn witch. Yes, I am. And we're going to make some of the misnomers go become gnomers. Right. <laughs> and we're going to gnome some misnomers. Are we? I think so. I don't oh, know. Okay. We're going to find out. But <laughs> we're going to talk about things that you might want to know from a witch. Yes. And that's a dipshit files. All right, so today's show is going to be real loose. Mm-hmm. We're just going to talk. Yeah, we are. And we're going to go over some things that we want to talk about. Yeah. The first thing that comes... Let's do all the things that we want to do. That we want to do. <laughs> well, it's Witchtober. It's Halloween. Mm-hmm. You are a witch. This is your field. Am I? I guess. I mean, I don't know how you claim. Maybe we'll we'll go... We'll get into that. Are you a witch? I, I, I do. I believe I am. Okay. Yes. So in today's world, mm-hmm. we have hyper-politics. Mm-hmm. We have a political climate that is basically little kids throwing shit at each other. Right. With a bunch of people in the middle going, huh? Yeah. And this looks bad. This looks like bad history. We didn't read our history. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've noticed, because as these, we'll just talk about Christianity. Christianity hates witchcraft. Right. It absolutely is the enemy of witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And that their self, they made it that way. Mm-hmm. There's a line or two in the Bible that's, you know, you can't let a witch live, etc. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live, yes. That's not a very good line. That's no. not a very peaceful line Mm-mm. for civilized creatures right. trying to help each other. Mm-hmm. What I've noticed is that witchcraft is back on the menu mm-hmm. for conservatives, for Christianity. Yeah. It's another, it's a really easy one because witches don't have a platform to talk. Right. So you can kind of just put a bunch of shit like devil stuff. Yeah. They eat babies. They're probably into fucking all the crazy shit you hate about politics. That's them. They're mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. And it just, I listen to the, I like to try and put my little finger on the pulse of our dumb society. Mm-hmm. And so I listen to the dumb propaganda from everyone. Right. I have a very miserable brain. <laughs> very and, busy brain for sure. And, well, and I'm listening to a lot of conservatives and they're, they're winning over a lot of people in this divide. Mm-hmm. And, a lot of people are like, well, these people on the left are just nuts. Mm-hmm. So I'm a Christian now. I never was, but now I am. And you're seeing that. Mm-hmm. And as the power kind of grows, mm-hmm. you see witchcraft more and more. You hear some of the talking heads bringing up like, oh, right. this, there's more witches than ever. And da, da, da. Right. And in my mind, this is just where I go. And you guys, who cares, right? I'm, this is just my opinion. I think a lot of people look at witchcraft as a negative thing from the church perspective. Mm-hmm. Because I think they're used to the church being a kind of a dude show. It's right. really a dude show. You go to the Vatican and it's a bunch of dudes wearing silly hats and where are the ladies? Well, right. they're not there. Right. Witchcraft is kind of the opposite. Although there's plenty of dudes that can partake in that mm-hmm. and plenty who do. But it's really a, a powerful place for women to, to lead their own lives. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an empowering it spiritual is. practice for women. It is. And so to me, I just laugh. It's like, can you just let the ladies have fucking things that they like? Why do you have to? Right. It, do you think they're going to, do you think they're the reason the society is going to fall apart is because witchcraft, because right. they're fucking hanging around, having camaraderie, mm-hmm. talking about deep philosophical things, messing around with some bones. Mm-hmm. It's because a lot of people believe 
yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of superstitions fighting other superstitions fighting other superstitions. Right, and right. It, you know. Well, you, you brought up a point here, and I, 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 I pontificated and bloviated. I know you I haven't. I know you haven't gotten to a question yet, mm-hmm. um, but I would like to address some of the statements that you made. <laughs> so, one of the statements uh, is that witchcraft, those that practice the craft, uh, w- doesn't matter what branch they're from. Uh, those that are occultists and practitioners of any of these spiritual crafts um, and how are they fall, they don't have a platform uh, to speak on. And the platforms that are out there talking about it, the talking heads, whatever you want to call them, right, that, that they're evil and they eat babies and, you know. It's pretty silly. They're, they're, they're going to hurt your family. In the modern age, it seems really silly. It does. All and this seems really silly. We're very silly creatures, but go the, ahead. The challenge is uh, that witches don't have a platform. And I agree with you. We collectively, as a, I guess, a, a part of society, we have always been a part of society. We will always be a part of society. You can't kill it because it's been around way longer than any organized religion has, yeah, really. Right. Uh, it's one of the very, very first, the foundation of spiritual spirituality right. uh, comes from the roots of where witchcraft comes from. And a lot of it from witchcraft itself. So it's this, it's one and the same. The thing is, those that actively practice witchcraft don't fucking care to have a platform. Right. We don't care. You guys seem like libertarians. We're like, leave me alone. I just want to be left that alone. That is exactly. Like, but you're not helping your, your case that's, by that's, not working but together. That's the thing, though. We do work together. We, we do. In little covens. Right. Well, we work together. We work together collectively. The, the challenge is, in order to stand up on a platform and <laughs> bloviate, because I love that word, about something that we find important, and to be heard by the masses, we would have to care what the masses think. Right. That's and definitely not part of the makeup of a lot of... The, for, that's probably why you're seen as kind of pariahs. But that's... And I think that's... It's just the nature of the fringe uh, lives that we live. We live on the outer edges and we always have. Not because... And this is just my opinion. I don't think it's because we're ostracized and cast out of society. I, I think a, a, some... Witches feel they they may feel that way. I know I felt that way for a while. I just didn't feel like I fit. And as I grew as a person and as a witch, I realized I don't really care to be part of that society. I would love to be of service to that society, but I don't want a platform to try and convince people to think the way I think right. or believe what I believe. You guys I, don't proselytize. No, yeah. uh, because that is, that's gross to me. When I, when I started bloviating at the beginning, my, my, point, <laughs> that word my point was to get to, does it feel more dangerous? Because I mean, it, first of all, are you evil? No. Do you feel evil? Well, do no. You have a, do you have a, a twisted moral compass? Are you working no. with the devil or are you just too stupid to know that you're not, that you're working with the devil? Which one is it? It can only be those. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all those things. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yes. So all, you're in yes league to with all the those devil. things. I'm in league with the devil. I'm an evil person. I'm twisted and I'm stupid. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Well, I guess, I mean, seven minutes, 38 seconds in. We're, and there we go. There we go. We're done. 
I guess <laughs> so, it's a little, little eight minutes in. All right. So you're not evil. Uh, no, no. I. What do you, I, what do you know I a lot want, of evil witches? I no, I don't. Do you know a lot of them? Do are any of them I, doing things that, that uh, the people point, are worried about? The yeah, some of them are. Yes. <laughs> oh shit! Some okay. of them are. All right. Crazy. <laughs> the thing that I would like to point out here is. It's not the witchcraft practice that's bad or wrong or negative. It's the individuals that practice the craft. Mm. There's nothing wrong with, let's, and I've used this analogy before, and I may have used it last year Mm. also on. We'll forgive you. The thing is, when you have, just take something that that everybody knows about. So you go on an African safari adventure. And you're in the Jeep and you're out on the Sahara or wherever they are. I don't Mm -hmm. even know. But anyways, you're out there and you see the lions out there and they're hanging out under trees. And then over yonder, over chonder, (laughs) you see the gazelles and then you see the lioness, the lioness jump up and race across the, the, the sand and the trees and through the brush, grab a gazelle drag it by its throat, kill it, and take it back to its... um, Family. Yeah. Okay. Now, is that lion evil? Am I evil? It killed something. Is it evil? I would have to say, no, it's not. Especially, especially since I'm watching it drag it back to its family and I see the cubs that it's going to feed. Do we eat eat babies and I just don't know? Is that what we're trying to get to? No, of course... Uh, of, of course, the gazelle lost its life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And those the babies of the gazelle that may be young may not survive. Oh, you're making this sad. Do you know what now. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying it is the circle. It's yeah. it's the natural cycle of things. We should respect it. And Absolutely. In awe of it. Now, just because the lion killed the gazelle doesn't mean the lion is fucking evil. The lion is what the lion is. That, to me, is the craft. Okay, it just is. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a f- it's it's basically the net. It's nature. It's mm-hmm. the natural flow of things. Whether you want to call it paranormal, whether you want to call it magic, you want to call it witchcraft, whatever you want to call it, yeah. it's in itself is not evil. Um, it is how it's perceived for one, mm-hmm. how people perceive it, and it's not the craft that is negative or baneful or harmful it's how it's practiced so it's the individual who's baneful or harmful so for me to say that there are no bad witches out there i would be lying right because there are bad witches out there just like there are bad pastors of churches mm-hmm. there are bad priests shitty you know there <laughs> exactly yeah. so it's humans are flawed and the craft itself is what it is it's the humans that make it practice it in a good or bad way are there witches out there that are doing things that hurt people yes there are yeah there always will be because we're human and we're flawed are there in my experience more witches out there doing bad things than good things no right absolutely not part of us collectively as a group of individuals that are practicing this craft or this spiritual practice whatever you want to call it we collectively as a group of men and women we come to this uh honestly in a in a lot of ways because we are 
our personality archetype is to be of service. Right. And that's just it. We are here to serve. And that's why herbs, yes. a lot of people don't buy into pharmaceuticals. A lot of people that have the witchcraft kind of tendencies right. fall into those kind of places. Exactly. We're here to serve, meaning oftentimes throughout history for thousands and thousands of years, these people who I am honored to walk in their path, right. Uh, they're the ones that have been, they live on the edges. They live uh, on the fringe. Folk. Yes. Baba Yaga house. But they're the individuals that people come to saying, Hey, I got this weird rash. Mm -hmm. Can you help me? Hey, you know, I, I lost my child and, and I'm grieving. Would you assist me? Hey, uh, my wife's giving birth and, and she's having a hard time. You know, would you help? Hey, our cows aren't producing enough milk. Can you give me assistance? All of those things are part of what we do. Maybe not today. We don't, you know, but some but you, of us. But you do see how it justifies being burned alive. <laughs> don't you? Do you not see the but absolute. It, it's because. One plus one equals burned alive. You know, I think this plays into the second portion of your statement. Powerful women are scary. Mm-hmm. Women in any, and, and I don't want to make this controversial, and I don't want to make this... Take your political minds out. Right. Your left and right, and men and women, and what yes. we're supposed to believe about it. Uh, it. This is just my opinion, but I feel that uh, a, a quiet, meek woman who just does what she's told is safe and is uh, benign. But when a woman stands up and comes into her own independence, comes into a, 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 finds herself in a place of power or influence. I think just because of our history over the past 500 to 800 years, you know, roughly, I think that's found, that's, that's seen as a scary thing and anything that scares... We don't want to make you sandwiches. We don't <laughs> want to be barefoot in the kitchen. That's, that... <laughs> We would, I don't think we would ever do that to you. Do you know what I mean? I, I think that is incorrect to do that to anybody. There may be some people that would disagree with you on the side of that. I, I've seen a few that, that may want to see me without shoes on. And, uh, <laughs> you know, okay. The thing is, I see, uh, I, I, I see now at my age, not before, I, I didn't see it this way. I've grown and... I guess I've matured and I've had more life experiences, but I see, of course, m men and women, male and female, however you want to put it. I don't even know. We live in such a world where I don't even know what words to use anymore, but... This audience understands exactly what you're saying. Okay. But men and women, uh, we should be living in harmony <laughs> because we are, we balance each other, mm. we, you know, and the... Part of the craft is learning the masculine and the feminine within everything. Every living thing on this planet has both of those things that live within them. It's funny because at varying degrees. The deepest wisdom on this earth that I can ascertain, mm -hmm. whether it's Eastern philosophy, Kabbalah mm -hmm. from the Jewish mysticism place, mm -hmm. they all see the yin yang. Right. And they all work with that very much that's nature it is everything is in balance mm -hmm. in nature and when it's out of balance uh as ugly as it can be 
nature will find a way to bring itself back in balance again. Right. But nature is also sloppy. It does some things. <sighs> I mean, evolution itself, like we all have smaller mouths because of the kind of food we eat. Right. Like our ancestors were badasses. Mm-hmm. They didn't have crooked teeth. They didn't have fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. nature, it's not perfect. Nobody ever said nature was perfect. But not even close. But nature it's is. It's fucking up. Nature (laughs) drives for balance because if it's out of balance, it's out of whack, it's wobbly. We basically live on a lava ball with a little (laughs) thin crust of dirt and water. The thing that I truly appreciate about practicing uh, witchcraft and the, the spiritual walk that I'm on is that I'm not, I am strong, Mm -hmm. I'm independent, I can be powerful. And I'm not afraid of those things. Right. And because of that, I don't need to tell people how powerful I am. Right. I don't need to tell we, people. We all just kind of know when you walk into the room. <laughs> That's our circle. We I, all kind of just know. I don't, I don't feel the need to say, I'm awesome. I'm great. I'm powerful. I have all the answers and you're wrong. So I don't feel the need to have a platform right. to defend the way I walk this planet. How much of that is your personality and how much of that is witchcraft? I think it's a nice balance of those two. How much, what's the witchcraft part? The witchcraft part what, comes... What's empowered you the most in witchcraft, would you say, that you want to share with people? Uh, I would have to say the hardest part. Uh, and knowing, that... Knowing thyself? Yes. Number one... There, there are rules to witchcraft, uh, and one of them is know thyself. And in that is such a simple statement to say. Mm. However, if you are truly honest with yourself, you, the, you listening, how well do you really know yourself? How much do you care if what you think is true? Exactly. And I... Go for 100%. I would never, ever be so arrogant to say... I know exactly who I am. I don't know shit about shit. I don't. <laughs> no. Because I am an ever-evolving creature on this planet. Now, do I know myself where I stand today? Mostly. I still surprise the fuck out of myself. As an example, uh, an emotional thing came up, you know, at, at one point in the past few days. And I surprised myself internally. I didn't outwardly express it. But I surprised myself internally at the emotional reaction that I had inside myself over this issue. And nobody around me knew, not really, but I had to work through that and say, wow, why do I feel the way that I feel? Let's unpack that, Monique. Let's, let's lay it all out on the desk and find out why you feel this way about this one issue. It's good to do that. And you have to... Be honest with yourself and admit, fuck, I'm kind of fucked up. And you know, I'm, I'm wrong for one. I have baggage that I haven't dealt with for two. And now that it's all laid out, it's crystal clear that I got this, this blind spot that I need to work on. And that is what I find most important and the most empowering about witchcraft. Because in order to be a potent practitioner, you have to be honest with yourself and you have to know yourself to the best to, that you can. And you got to keep tabs a little bit. Yeah. Like keep. I know where I was. Mm-hmm. I know where I'm going. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. 
what were you attracted to about witchcraft? Was is it something again genetics? Do you think? Mm-hmm. Do you think that maybe it's a disposition of who mm-hmm. your kind of archetype as a person? You'll lean towards mm-hmm. plants, mm-hmm. animals. You're not afraid of death and bones mm-hmm. and blood. Mm-hmm. These are rare things in society. This is another reason why I think people are very scared. You see women mm-hmm. playing around with bones and look and celebrating death in a different way that's conventional. People Conven- do convent. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to step on you, but. Uh, conventional according to contemporary con- that's just it yeah it's well that's, very that's what that's the thing like the people of the collective are looking at you new. and like that's fringe as fuck and I, what are they doing with those bones probably something evil as fuck because they don't understand <coughs> right and and people are not going to learn because once again there is no witchcraft you know youtube there is no i mean there's people on youtube right. and stuff but you'll get a lot of different information if yeah. you if you seek it out and a lot of it's contradictory so you, you, you'll get, you know, one thing here and something completely opposite there because there is no actual like book that you follow because there shouldn't be. There really shouldn't be. Witchcraft is a is a individual thing and it's a yeah. way of life. And it's if as soon as you put it down and say, OK, here's the rules, it ceases to be witchcraft. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But there are steps. Yes. Knowing myself. Right. Well, know yourself. Understanding what you're trying to do know your craft there's so much to this Mm -hmm. it's going to be difficult to do in just a short period with everyone today Mm -hmm. but i think we discussed it a little bit before the last time but there's multiple kinds of witchcraft throughout history i mean i'm familiar with kabbalah and the jewish mysticism Mm -hmm. i'm familiar with a couple other forms that are just interesting it's Mm -hmm. amazing what humans have Mm -hmm. gone down the pathway with and tried to see if things work and works just enough to create a religion or whatever Mm -hmm. but what drew you to all of this i know i already asked you that but just linger at it you know i think i i came in i'm we and we may have touched on this in the previous episode that we did last year but i came into this unknowing that it even existed Mm -hmm. uh my first experience true experience that i can remember was when i was very very young two year and a half two i think i was two And I had basically (laughs) blew my aunt's mind and my mother's mind because I, first of all, knew that my aunt was having a little girl. She was pregnant and I kept calling her her and I was two. So I put my hands on. I think I was two. Anyways, I was two because she's two little over two years younger than me. And my aunt was like eight months pregnant. I remember her belly being really big. I put my hands on her tummy was a word I used as a little girl and put my ear up to her tummy and I looked at my mom and I said mommy it sounds like the ocean in there and my mom said oh, it does and this is 1973 so what was it 75 sorry 1975 mm-hmm. so at this time they were using Doppler I guess for pregnancies to listen to baby's heartbeats I was very very young so I had never heard a Doppler I was only two you know Uh, my mother only had one child so I didn't have that experience but I told my mom and my aunt that yes it sounds like the ocean in there it sounds like whoosh 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 and blew their mind two-year-olds like like, and my mom says "How how do you know because she, and I told her because I remember. Right. <laughs> so that was my first experience. And Imagine then, being a parent where you're like, huh? There was a. There was. What a, else do you remember? There Tell was, me about God. <laughs> there were several of those experiences, stories that were carried through, that were told by family and friends about this weird child. 
my other experience they're pretty was, fucking fun too and they're legit like so many people <laughs> in your life are like no oh, you gotta you gotta hear this and all of our friends too you're, you're an interesting country on this earth it's amazing well when i was four my father was very sick and i just i don't know why my mom trusted her four-year-old child but i went out and i picked plants out of the yard and mixed them with water and asked my mom to boil it and give it to my dad just and she's like this might kill you but the daughter thinks it's good right our four-year-old wants you to drink this tea just pick the play-doh out and you'll be fine right and uh, what, like, i got it oh, i just choked on a lego and he he felt better immediately within yeah. just a few minutes and he wanted more yeah. uh he told he, me that story too he went uh he ended up off the couch that he'd been on for nine days within two days he was up and rolling and i found later the plants that I used just instinctively were rosemary and peppermint. Vitamin C is fuck. And yeah, I'm very uh, anti rosemary. Rosemary. So oh, it's basically anti. It was, it's an astringent, anti-inflammatory, antiviral. What would you find? What kind of medicines would you find? Those the, what I in? just so antiviral, anti-inflammatory, anti-inflammatory. So, like Advil, so Advil uh, and settle the stomach. So like Pepto Bismol. <laughs> Um, you know, so people forget that everything is made out of plants, right, right? right. Pepnobismol is plants. Yeah. So basically at four years old, I'd made a, a, what they call a decoction or a tisane for my father having no idea. Um, my father was bedridden with hepatitis and within three days he was feeling better. Now, yes, of course the, he had hepatitis A at the time. And so it has a life cycle. And he was probably destined to feel better anyways, but his vomiting stopped and his fever dropped. So that happened. So what led me to this craft? You came to it very honestly. I came to it just naturally. It seems to me that these religions and institutions that people kind of gravitate towards Mm -hmm. do kind of fit into human archetypes. Mm -hmm. That's why we're so stringent about it. It's like, I can't even believe you don't believe what I believe. Holy shit, you don't see about this fucking talking snake? How can you not talk about talking snake? It's a fucking talking snake. I'm sold. You're like, well, over here, we play with snakes. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't talk, but they do, but not with their mouth. Right. And they don't tell you to, like, eat apples. And stuff. Right, right, right. But they, they will, you know, eat an apple if you give it to them. Right. Will they? I don't know. If it was connected to a rat's house. snake? No, no it it's not going to eat an apple. I'm, I'm bloviating. All right. I want to go back to the, to the empowerment of you. Okay. And where, where did you first find the moment where you're like, this is, this is very right do you i mean i know that you fell the path and you kind mm-hmm. of fell into it but when did you find the thing where you're like oh this is for me when was it labeled for me yeah i guess but when did you or feel defined? like find <laughs> i mean i don't know if the label is necessarily important but when did you say yes i'm one of these i guess is one of the questions but more along the lines of like you fa- did you just find witchcraft and like oh yes finally or did you find a piece of it? And oh yes, was it, you know, was it herbs? Was it plants? It's, it's interesting because I have to go forward. I have to. I have to go forward in order to answer the question from in the past. It was uh, in basically the mid two thousands ish, where I realized, yes, this is this resonates with me for the first time. And I was reading a book on paganism. Mm. And I was kind of learning about this taboo subject, and it resonated with me. 
it made me feel I was interested in it. But at the same time, it's the first time logic, my brain actually went, well, this fucking makes sense. Mm. Okay. Right. Okay. And then I moved forward. I'd always practiced herbalism. I'd always been, you know, the the person that people brought their dying plants to. <laughs> people brought the animals that they may have hit with their car or mm. the ones the that were abandoned. That fell out of the tree. Right. Yeah, I've always been that person my whole life. So there was always that. And then I realized as I moved forward with my reading and my education and my understanding, it was about 2012 when I actually embraced the word witch, I had never embraced that word before because I was taught to believe that it was an evil, awful person. You went to Jesuit private school. Right. Yeah. And that's amazing that you took that kind of a turn in in our contemporary world. That's mm -hmm. 180. Well, and I, and I embrace the word, not because it matters to me, the word to me, but it matters to other people. Mm -hmm. And, there are other people that are afraid of that word, just like I was, and I'm trying to normalize it. Do you feel like you're, you're not going to be able to answer this in a, in a way, because it'll, you're not that kind of person, but you have to be brave to call yourself a witch in almost all of history. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have to be brave now to call yourself a witch in society? Um, I was going to ask you if you think you're brave, and I know you'd never say that you no, think you're brave, but no. I think you're brave. I think you do have to have a certain amount of, I wouldn't use the word brave, but I do think you have to have a certain amount of strength. You know what's coming? You have to know that you will be ostracized at one point or another, and you're going to be judged on the term you use and not for who you are. Mm-hmm. But so, people that are very simple-minded and, and yes. think of things on the surface are going to be like, oh, you're a witch. I should probably hate you. I learned about that. Right. Exactly. And there's, I mean, there's a billion people in Christianity mm-hmm. where 90% of them don't believe that shit. Mm-hmm. But the 10% that do are very into that mm-hmm. shit. And, mm-hmm. and they're dangerous to people like you. Mm-hmm. There yes. are a billion Muslims in the world and they feel the same way. Right. There are religions all throughout the world that have specific things to do with and it's due to history and due to whatever it might be it's very Mm -hmm. complex this human life it's dangerous at all times Mm. Uh, to be a human on the earth it's to be dangerous to share your opinions about the world to to let people into your into your mind into your inner workings right it's dangerous but it is would you say it's been pretty good though in the west for the last little bit wouldn't you say for I mean, collectively, if we comparatively, if, comparatively to, to 500 years ago, it's been fantastic. Um, yeah. The thing is, it was more hang the witches. They didn't do as much burning. It was like a lot of hanging. Right? Well, there, I, to the best of my knowledge, no witch was burned here in the U.S. Right. It was all hanging, and it was all hanging. It was a bunch of dudes too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and it wasn't just. It was, and I don't think any of them practice witchcraft. Right. None of them. I think they were all getting high on the on the wheat shit that turned to I, LSD shit. You know, I think that is a potential. I do. I like that theory. But I don't think any of that is correct in my personal opinion. I think... Political shit. I think it was very political. And the children that were involved, I think they felt finally, these little girls finally felt uh, like they had an influence. So they ran with it because they're preteens. So what any preteen would do if they're 
parents are looking to them for the answers and they finally feel powerful after they've been the invisible human mm-hmm. for their whole life, they're going to run with it. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. And it just got very ugly. And I think it was uh, political in nature. Now, are we worse than that? No, of course we're not. Uh, in some areas, yes, I know it to be true. But collectively as a society, no, we're not. Are Is it worse now than it was 10 years ago? Yeah, I think so. I think we I think we had a beautiful little uh, sunset what is that sunset area yeah uh, where it was calm and peaceful but just like anything else on this planet in in the history of humans nothing is calm for long because it is not in our nature to be idle it's not in our nature to allow things to be calm for too long because we have to it's just who we are as human beings we have to disrupt the status quo because it's just way too chill Right. We're fucking bored. How does witch- So let's 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 disrupt the status quo. How does witchcraft exist? I mean, it can exist in a secular society because that's what the, the whole point of secular society is everybody gets to do what they want mm-hmm. and let's just all kind of work together. How does witchcraft exist when you have multiple religions that are your enemy that that want to wipe you out, that want to harm you? Uh how has it ever it's existed and never ended for thousands of years. Yeah, but it went underground, and that mm-hmm. makes it even worse. People look at things mm-hmm. underground, and they're like, what are you doing, motherfucker? Right. Are you, what are you doing with those bones? This will, the thing is, this this practice will morph and change like it has forever, uh, and it, but it will never go away because I truly believe that it is at the core of our human Spirit, spiritual practice doesn't matter which branch you branch off to and how it's changed over the centuries it's at the very basis of our spiritual practice and it is deeply aligned with the natural cycles of the earth I, that we live on i think witchcraft will survive always because of those reasons additionally with all of these with the not all the religions are against us but there are some that want to eradicate us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't, for one, because it's, it's just... It's illegal to hurt people like that. Right, but it's... If, if in here, the non-post-apocalyptic the, parts of the world. Right, right, right. It's getting pretty fucked up everywhere, though. But I think that we found... I've, I found a whole collection of what they... They call themselves Christian witches. Mm-hmm. And they practice... It makes sense because Judaism has a lot of... Right. There's that, a lot. Know. There's a lot of mysticism in yeah. Judaism. Yeah, Kabbalah is the mysticism. absolutely. So there is there. Yeah. There's a whole collection of Christian witches, and I see how they how they work their practice and how it works for them. And I've pulled because I'm. I guess I'm a chaos witch, traditional <laughs> chaos witch. I guess and an occultist. Um, I don't even know. People ask my terms, and I don't fucking know. I just do what feels right. And these individuals are pulling magic spells from the Psalms. And I find that fascinating. And I find that very, very interesting because they're using, in one way, they're using these Psalms to the benefit of other human beings. Does the Pope know? Fuck. Uh, to, to benefit their lives and to benefit the witch's life. And they're reading these beautiful poems hmm. to help themselves. Mm-hmm. At the same time, on the flip side, 
they're using their own book against them. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a, it's a very weird, slippery slope. Depends it's on how you look at it. Almost ironic or something. Yes. So how they survive is one. The what they we practice is just a natural process of just the way of nature. So okay, I want to ask you another question. Oh, okay. How about when you look at witchcraft Mm -hmm. and you know that people look at it in a negative light right a lot of people Mm -hmm. what would you tell somebody that has a really bad view of it what do you think what do they normally think that's incorrect what would you want to tell them be like oh no 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 well that's that's the thing when i've ran into people that have a really sour taste in their mouth about the practice my my spiritual path i automatically my first thing is first off i ask i'll ask them why do you feel that way what is it that makes you feel that way and sometimes i get i have in the past uh have received some animosity back do you ever get the answer i have radon poisoning <laughs> no okay but i have i have for that. i have had to basically steer them to the side and say have I ever done anything evil to you? Mm. Have I ever, did I, have I said anything mean? Have I made you feel uncomfortable in any way previous to you knowing this about me? Mm-hmm. Let's move forward that way. Okay. So. Am I still a person? Right. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. So the, the, there are some really interesting questions that I get asked uh, when people find out that I practice witchcraft. Well, let's linger on that. Well, it's 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 a pretty standard thing, and I may have touched on this last year potentially. I know that I think I wanted to talk about it. I don't know if we actually did, but there, it's almost like there's a, I don't know, like like a what to ask a witch when you meet them book that's out there <laughs> because they all have the same because questions. they all have the same questions. Makes sense. Which leads me to believe these are the areas of opportunity for mm-hmm. witches yeah they need to fucking communicate right so, these, people, so these, they're the people that hate them aren't mm-hmm. the ones that are communicating for them exactly and well, they're telling other people how we feel yeah. and they don't practice what we practice and it's very interesting i brought up what i brought up in the early beginning mm-hmm. because i watch conservatives and i watch uh, progressives talk all right? the time right that's what i do and conservatives, they have gained a huge following, the younger conservatives, because they've mellowed out, they've become more libertarian, they're mm-hmm. not neocons, so they've gained a lot more young people. Mm-hmm. And I've watched a couple of their most popular talking people mm-hmm. start bringing up witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And I watched them, you know, it's like, why? What, what are you doing? What, what do you know about it, you mm-hmm. know? And they know stuff. They're not stupid people. Right. But they, are, they don't know it's certainly not an expertise. It's Mm -hmm. just kind of a cursory thing. Mm -hmm. And and it's weird because it seems like here's an enemy that we can, you know, rattle the, the war things for us. So we can kind of prove our point about our religious perspective. Do do you want, do you want my opinion? That's why I'm bloviating. I'm trying to get to it. It might be very controversial. Okay. But I feel this is just how I see things. When you have a platform that attacks out of the blue this spiritual practice that empowers women mm-hmm. and makes them feel potent, strong, and independent, and that they can live their life 
and they're okay being on this planet and they attack them they attack this spiritual practice from a other religious a very man-based male-based religion the 10th commandment has women next to oxen right if they are using women notice that if they're using (laughs) their their religious belief platform their foundation of religious belief to attack the spiritual practice of the one that empowers women all that leads me to believe is women in their eyes are getting unruly Mm-hmm. They're getting, they're moving into their power. They're moving into their strength. They are no longer kowtowing. They're not making sandwiches in, in any kind That's of... That's just it. It's unacceptable. So it's best to attack their the spiritual practice that empowers the females to get them back under control. Because if the females are under control, not only will the male individuals potentially... Not only will they feel more secure in their place, but when the women, where the women go, the men will always follow. Mm -hmm. So if you want more followers, you get the women's attention, first of all, because where the women go, the men will follow. That's how you do rock and roll. Exactly. And then on top of that, you get the women to to come in, the men follow them, and then you subdue the women. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and that's that's. We're talking about Jehovah's Witnesses. I'm just. Oh. I'm talking yeah. about religion in, in general, and if you're losing numbers, the best thing to do is to attract more people, and you attract more people by attracting the females that will attract the males, and then you subdue those females and you take the power away from them. And we are I talking think, about Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> I think. I think basically where we're at. I've, I've watched that happen with Jehovah's Witnesses. It's yes. awful. It's the most extreme version of it. Yes. At least in the West. They are, I've, I've heard it. I've, I've heard what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And It's yes, interesting because it's, it just kind of came out of nowhere. It, it was quiet on the Western right. Front for a while. And, and then it's like, what the fuck? You guys were just talking about political things and now we're burning the witches again? Right. And I think, I think really the, the women are just getting too uppity. It does feel like there's a there's a shift in the air. Yes, the women are just uh, they're they're sick of your shit. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> yes, maybe I, I I heard this theory, mm-hmm. and you know sharing things with people is always dangerous. So if I lose some of you as friends forever, so be it. But the the topic is that somewhere along the lines in the last several decades, men and women have tr- started to treat each other differently mm-hmm. in the West mm-hmm. and other places as well, and uh, people are trying to put their finger on it. Right. And one of the fingers that was put down is on birth control. Okay. Birth control changed the nature of the male-female relationship for the first time in human history. Mm -hmm. It was no longer sex about procreation. Mm -hmm. It was no longer women kind of trapped to the birthing process of Mm -hmm. whatever society gives you. It's like, hey, you want to go have a career? You want to go have a life? And... You know, and it's gone into all sorts of places that probably no one expected, whether they're good or bad. Mm -hmm. But there's, we changed. And we kind of went from being a partnership or a team. And not not that history is full of la-di-da. Everybody was oppressed throughout Mm -hmm. all of history. Men and women alike were oppressed by a very small (laughs) contingent of people throughout all of history. But birth control changed the human animal. It did. And we haven't figured it out yet, it seems. It seems like 
30, 40 years. Actually, it was in the 60s. So, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're looking at 60 years later. Right. That we have not figured out how to sit down and be like, look, okay, it's different. Right. You, you don't need us like we, we used to be needed throughout all we, of history. We, we have not had enough time with this to understand it, how it reacts with us, how it reacts with our society, like the Internet. The Internet hasn't been here long enough to have a, an Internet morality culture. Right. You know, we haven't had it long enough I agree. to know where we're at there. I think that's what all this painful crap that we're watching is. It's like the growing pangs of morality. Yes. We're pushing the boundaries, seeing if, is that right? No. The challenge with birth control is it's not been here long enough to know how it's going to affect society, right. how it's going to affect our culture, and how it's going to affect the relationship between the males and the females. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, if you think back to throughout human history, we have never in our history had this type of birth control. Right. We have never had this type of freedom before. Right. So, of course, it's going to change the dynamic between men and women, especially when you look at over and above birth control, the dynamic of men and women changing just because society had changed, Mm -hmm. because we became more civilized, Mm -hmm. um, because of technology and that sort of thing. So The oppression of oligarchs has stopped. The serfdom of humanity is still pretty fresh in our memories as a species. Right. What do we do with all this freedom? Now, part of, I, I foresee, first of all, first of all, I think birth control is very important absolutely now the challenge there is that throws off the dynamic between men and women because (laughs) women now have control of their reproductive rights Mm -hmm. once that happens that empowers the women Mm -hmm. to take control of their lives and gives them the opportunity to have a career to plan their families with their significant other, their partner. The, the issue here is when morality doesn't catch up with that. Correct. When self-awareness and emotional maturity doesn't catch up with that. That's the biggest one of our time is emotional and maturity. This is something that is, uh, of, of course, it's society's responsibility. But when it comes to females... And it comes to female progeny and giving them and, and, and encouraging them to control their reproductive system. And when they have children, part of that, and this is just my opinion, as the mother and the grandmother and the aunts and that matriarchal um, branch of the family is to also teach them that, yes, you have control over your reproductive rights. Yes, you can choose when you have children. However, you also need to carry yourself with grace. Yes. You need to walk this earth with integrity. Have respect for processes that are bigger than you. Yes. And when you do find a partner that can help you reproduce, respect your partner. Mm -hmm. Be open and communicate. You know, and, and that's where things are falling to the side because we didn't have to have that conversation 80, 100 years ago. We didn't. Because no, you guys were just in the damn... There were sandwiches everywhere. <laughs> we didn't. It Although a lot of 
um, societies, a lot of uh, individuals in society did have those conversations, I'm sure. Absolutely. History is repeated yes, thousands of times. Of course. But this level, yeah. there are fewer and fewer of those conversations today is what I'm saying. And all the conversations in history were destroyed. We didn't learn from <laughs> right, them Right, right. Well. well, probably because they burned the books. But anyway, because they don't want you to know. <laughs> yeah. The thing is... They, who are they? Don't I know. don't, I don't. It's our, the programmers. Our past people? Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. Other individuals that were really loud and had big opinions that... It's usually like one pope, one emperor. I know. He's like, burn all the things mm-hmm. that don't have my name in it. That's all the books. Do it. Oh. So I think well, to kind of pull this back in, I think we do have a deep division between men and women currently. I think we have a very uncomfortable... We're just kind of rolling through this uncomfortable bottleneck, and we're going to figure it out. But it's uncomfortable right now. But there's never any growth in comfort. Mm -hmm. There's never any understanding and the light at the end of the tunnel if there isn't a fucking tunnel. And I think that's where we're at. Yeah, these extremes show us stuff. But the the rest of us in the middle that are listening to all these extremes that want to get along with men and women want to get along... We're learning stuff. Well, just like anything else on this planet, uh, the, the, the value and the truth is going to be found in the nuance. And if you want to be all or nothing on this planet, you're going to be wrong. Yep. And so many people are so confident that they're right about every single thing they think. There is value really to obnoxious. be found everywhere. Yes. Little nuggets of knowledge, little nuggets of information and light can be found wherever you look. The best you can do is get further from wrong. That's it. Just, just because they have a platform and they're shouting something and you agree with three of the ten things that they have to say doesn't mean you are on their side. Their graphics are convincing, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you have to. Because you appreciate three of the ten things points that they're making doesn't mean that you're awful because you don't agree with the seven. I know. And that's the challenge that we're facing here. Men and women... Well, we're, we, li- we're listening to very immature people. Go well, ahead. we will find our balance again. I, I know so. we will. I think so. We'll, we will or die. I think, like that. I think where we're at right now, reeling this back in and bringing it back to the craft, is there is a balance in everything. When it's out of balance, nature will find a way. We will find a way to maintain that balance again because we are nature. Right. There is masculine and feminine in everything we see. There's that yin and yang in everything we see. Mm-hmm. When we have a uh, an individual rolling around in a female body and another individual rolling around in a male body, they both have masculine and feminine traits. Yeah, yin um, and yang. Yeah. And, it's, and they balance each other out. We need to collectively, I think, just my opinion, we need to relax. We need, yeah, take we need ourselves to way less serious. Yes. We are not right about most of the shit. You listening right now, you're probably not right about most of the shit you think of. I know I'm... I know I I'm... I constantly <laughs> find out I shovelcock my way through this world. Right. But once I, you learn that you... Just, just as an example, the thing that I opened this story with, I, I had an experience and I had an emotional reaction to it. I'm 50 years old and I've been working on myself truly for decades trying to drill down to the basis, to the foundation, to make sure it's nice and sound. And I do it all the time, consistently checking in with myself. And I found a blind spot that, well, okay, if I'm honest, I knew it was there. But I just didn't want to look at it (laughs) because it's scary. The thing is, look at it. 
Look at those scary parts because it's the scary parts that are the bane of your existence. It is the chink in your armor. It's the wobbly brick that's going to cr- allow your foundation to crumble. That's why witchcraft is so empowering to me. That's why it's so intriguing. And that's why it is the path that I walk because it not only encourages, but it requires you to look in those places. You have to, if you're going to practice the craft, mm-hmm. um, those you, you listening, I know that you, if, if you are practicing also, you know what I'm talking about. And it's an area right now that in the witchcraft community, a lot of people don't want to hear. A lot of people uh, find it uh, offensive to talk about this. I don't know why, because it is the foundation of what the whole practice is. Mm. They don't want to hear it, though, because it's the hard work. It's the stuff that they feel triggered by. Mm-hmm. It's the stuff that they feel uh, embarrassed by. Are they, well, you know, if you don't know yourself, that's just then you're it. not going to be able to do the other stuff. Right. And it takes a long time to get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. But you just want to, I just want to start right. mixing I and Newt and shit. Well, that's, you know. that's the division. Brebity, brebity. That's the division there. Because we've been talking about the spiritual path this whole time. You have to be able to balance on this knife's edge of a spiritual path in order to practice the energy work. In order to practice the manipulation. And manipulation in the good way, which is the energy manipulation, the magic you have to be able to maintain, and I say knife's edge because that's how I feel. Mm. I feel as if I'm walking this path that's so thin that I have to focus. I have to remain calm. I have to remain focused and one foot in front of the other, never run. You have to just consistently move forward because if you don't, you're going to fall. And if you fall, you're fucked. So, so this empowering practice, Mm -hmm. Is it for everybody? No. No. Uh, is it for everybody? I take that back. Yes, it is for everyone. If they want it. No, there's no gatekeepers at all. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's for And there's e- no popes. It's That's not f- such it's, a bad thing. It's for everyone. The challenge is, can you do it? Hmm. And I don't know. Everyone is capable, I think, of doing it. I think every human is capable but the work is hard and I will never stop learning. I'm never going to stop growing. There is no end to it. It's not like I'm going to do all of this and then I'll get my certificate and I'm done. No, it there's is, stuff that happens when you're older that, that you can only do when you're older. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and it's not just that it is a journey to, to death. Right. It is a journey from until you're no longer on this planet. It never ends. And so I don't always want to keep moving forward. I never want to quit, but sometimes I get burnt out, I guess, mm. if you want to call it that. And I just need to stop thinking about things for a little while and just move forward. But I always, and it never lasts for more than a couple of days, but I always come back to where I, where I put that, you know, the stake in the ground mm. so I can keep learning and moving forward because it's not always easy. Well, we're coming to the end of our dipshit files ride, but I do mm-hmm. want to ask you another question here. Mm-hmm. We kind of didn't get to the five, qu- your main questions that you're asked. Oh, you yeah. Got, this is rapid fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Do you worship the devil? Yes. Do you okay. worship the devil? Uh, no, I don't worship 
the devil. Ooh. I don't worship anything. But he does come over for coffee. Yeah, he does. Okay. Next mm-hmm. one. Uh, do you put curses on people? Uh, I do not put right. curses on people. Okay. I might jinx them. <laughs> but I don't curse them. Jinx. One, two, three, four. Coax. Okay. Can you read my mind? Can you see my future? Mm. Uh, no, I can't read your mind, but I can feel the energy around you. And I get kind of an idea of the direction that or the, what you're thinking just by the way you feel to me. Okay. Can I, can you see my future? Fuck. No, <laughs> you can't see your future. Your future depends on the decisions that you make yeah. right now That's and right now and, and right now. Human beings have to realize you are trapped in the present. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I just want to live in the moment and you should. Yeah. But you're trapped there anyway. Right. Exactly. You, you don't live in the past. You don't live in the future. Right. You're in the moment thinking about the past and the future. The future changes with every decision you make. So, okay. uh, do you dance naked under the moon? Sometimes. No. No. no, I do not. Shit. I, That's I, what I thought you guys did in your if I'm If I lived in Arizona, maybe. <laughs> uh, but no, I live in uh, Washington State, and it's fucking cold here. Mm. And I am a cold-blooded person, Are literally. You against, so you're not against dancing around? No, I'm not, like no I wouldn't. But there's I wouldn't ticks do it. out there. I don't mind the ticks. Crickets. Have you ever heard the crickets? Ticks and crickets. They're laughing at you? No, and last one. Um, by either. far, the most common is always questions about hauntings and ghosts. Mm. Always. Right. And that is a very broad topic. It's huge. And it's something that I would love to talk about. But we're just about out of time. We are out of time. Yes. So we'll we'll have another one next next year. Next time. Yes. Or maybe even before that. Yeah, we might have another one of these. So if you guys found this interesting or if you guys want to kick us off some sort of island, either way, let us know at info at skycast.com. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys for this ride. Mm-hmm. We have been blown away by Garmac sales yes. and love from you guys. And the internet's been a pain in the ass this week, but mm. you know, it does. It's what been it, weird. It, we it have do what these, it do. Is it a Mercury retrograde? Is that <laughs> no. <laughs> it's some guy in Silicon Valley that was like, I went on a lunch break. I'm sorry. I don't know. Sorry. Uh, I can't do everything all the time. I don't Mercury's know. in Gatorade, as my son says. Uh, but we are surrounded by... Go- toys mm-hmm. galore. We've got. I'm looking at the Barfield toy packaged up in a beautiful, beautiful package. Mm-hmm. He's going to be ready to go uh, October 31st. All these Garmac have been. Uh, so many people ordered them. They're going to be ready to go out soon. Mm-hmm. We're surrounded by cards. Yes. Scat cards like crazy. Amazing. I've got swords over here. I've got fucking every. This is a lot of fun. There's yeah. spaceship toys. This has been a hell of a ride. I just realized. You're what, surrounded by toys. You're living in a toy box. Scat Toys is real Literally now. Literally a toy box. Scat Toys is a real thing. Yes, it is. A little thing. I mean, I didn't call it Scat Toys when I was a kid, but I was like, I'm going to make toys one you day. You got toys. I got toys. Thank you guys for being a part of this ride mm-hmm. and for uh, enjoying it. It seems like you guys are yeah. making this so much fun for us. I appreciate those that uh, the, the whole family that we've built. Mm. I appreciate all of the emails and the messages. We... We love hearing from you guys and the individuals that are lurkers and listeners yeah. that don't write in. We appreciate you yeah. so much. We don't know who you are. We don't know who you are, but thank you. Thank you. Yes, and I, I know that I have seen um, comments on Spotify and, and different platforms from individuals that truly enjoy the dipshit files. 
Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I see those comments. Thank you. This is a labor of love for you. It is. Yeah. And we'll it be is. back to our normal format next week and we're going to do some spooky stories. And yes, stuff. yeah. But, you know, your life is spooky. Yeah. And the world is spooky. Yeah. And it doesn't like your life. No. As far as your your beliefs and me? things. No, no. The world doesn't like me. Oh, no, it, it loves you. It wants to see you do good things. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if they like me or not. That's a great I attitude. Lo- I don't care if they like me or not. I love them. Oh, so, you know. Fair. Thank you to our trusted turd triad. Yes. Speaking of love, mm-hmm. Don, Chris, and Bodie, you guys are kick-ass. Thank you to our trusted turd herders. Yes. PJ, Minnie, mm-hmm. Deja. We've got so many. Yeah. Mr. Carpenter. Lucifina. Lucifina. Amazing, amazing yeah. people. And I could go on and on. Uh, Labardi. Yeah. Cabino. My goodness. Eason! We should probably bring up the Eason thing. Yeah, we actually we're doing, should. We're doing some housekeeping here at the end of the mm-hmm. Dipshit Files. If you made it this far. Uh, Mr. Eason returned. Uh-huh. For those of you that Thank don't goodness. that don't play in the shit box, it is a fucking riot in there. It is. And it's just clever people upon mm-hmm. clever people. And one of their their own went off into the woods away from to the cell piss. phones. He went to piss on Smurfs. Yeah, I think he went Smurf, Smurf pissing. pissing. Yeah. And <laughs> I I don't know whose idea it was, but whoever they are, they are brilliant winning, winning. Yes. And I would love to know who it was. And they decided to tag Eason in every single shitbox post. <laughs> and there was more. This is like a very heavy volume of shitbox posts. Every single one. And I've got an update directly from Eason. Oh, you do? I got to hear. I wanted to put it on the show yesterday, but I got it in too late. I, I, I heard hear it, it at the end. But uh, Eason sent us a, a speak pipe. Fuck yeah. And uh, the first one was, okay, I've been looking at these for two hours. I've been tagging things for two hours. Oh my gosh. And that was the first one. He's uh-huh. laughing. He's having a good time. He's like, you guys, you know, love you guys. Yeah. Another one comes four and a half hours. What? He went through his, he went through his phone trying to respond and heart and, and do everything. Four what? and a half hours? That's what you guys did. Holy shit. That's what you did for him. <laughs> <laughs> to him, for him, it depends on how you look at it. But Can that, you feel the <laughs> love tonight? tonight. <laughs> so that was fun. What a what a wonderful community. Yeah. You guys certainly are uh, making it, everything worthwhile. Huge hearts. So, yeah. We love you guys. Absolutely. So everything else, Patreon, you know about that. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. As always, we'll talk at you in the future. And it'll seem like the present. Bye. Bye.